Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Pather Panchali's, the movie I'm talking about in this episode from 1955, written and directed by Satyajit Ray, who is the writer-director, the writer that the show Ray uh, reviewed a couple weeks ago, the anthology series Ray from Netflix uh, that I talked about, is based on some short stories from the same person, Satyajit Ray. And this is his debut film in 1955. This is a story about a family in rural Bengal uh, from 19 in set in 1910. And uh, it's it's a story about, you know, it's it's definitely a movie that has a lot of realism to it. It's kind of a slice of life in in a lot of ways. It's a movie. Uh, where it's the focus, the main the main focus of this movie is of a family. The dad is a makes a little bit of money as a priest and has dreams of being a poet and a playwright. Uh, the mom is the the caretaker of the kids and the runs the household. Uh, the two kids, Durga and Apu, uh, and then their auntie all live in this house that is a house that is you know uh falling apart it's it's a house made of like rock i mean this is this is a movie that uh you see a family living in basically utter poverty uh you know in rural a rural part of india and uh you know you get to see this family and their struggles their struggles to survive uh, you get to follow these kids as they exist and enjoy life. Um, and it's a movie that, being the debut film for Satyajit Ray, uh, mind-blowing how absolutely gorgeous this black-and-white film is. Uh, very high contrast, uh, which brings out a lot of the textures of the film. Just a beautifully shot uh, the compositions are amazing the way these shots are framed a lot of locked off uh just long take shots uh and not only is this Sachajit's first film but also he was using inexperienced actors uh inexperienced uh inexperienced uh crew um so considering a lot of the people involved in making this film we're new to the process. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, this movie was a, a lot of it's just a beautiful, beautifully painful, I guess you could say. Not really painful. It's just a movie where you're following this family, obviously in a lot of poverty, but and experiencing, you know, this this mom who's trying to, you know, put food on the table, trying to run this household. Meanwhile, their auntie that lives there is a, a pretty big burden uh, she steals food from their kitchen that's already lacking in a lot of food uh, you have the daughter who is this rebellious girl who steals fruit uh, from one of the neighbor's farms you have this rambunctious boy apu who you know plays around with his bow and arrow and kind of does the things that little boys do and you're seeing these kids basically have what would be considered a fairly normal childhood aside from the fact that they're living in like 
a home that is has giant wall holes in the wall, a roof that leaks. It is it is about the cl- the the closest thing you could call it is like a home that you would watch you would see on the survival reality show alone right a home made out of rocks that are stacked on top of each other to construct the walls uh you have a roof that's just made out of you know wood beams and then like palm fronds on it uh just very basic minimal like ancient type of living right Despite the fact that this is set in 1910, it is far, uh, it's a far departure from what modern living was available at the time. And there's even a scene in this movie where after a while, it's like towards halfway, three quarters of this film where these kids are out just, you know, roaming around the, the area, you know, as kids would do. And they come across these power lines and it's the hum that the power lines would have. And they see a train go by. And it's really jarring to see these modern things because you don't really know. I didn't know what year this took place until I was preparing for the to review this show, this movie, uh, that it took place in 1910. Because it could have taken place 100 years before that. Right. There's no modern amenities in this in this household, no electricity, no running water, just just the the bare essentials for human survival. So when these kids come across these power lines and then see the train, it is it is almost as if they were transported into the future, as if these kids were time travelers from the past and experiencing like just a glimpse of just a couple aspects of modern society, right? You see these power lines that are running, which none of the houses in their village have power. They don't have running water. They collect their water from barrels. You know, it is it is the bare necessities of life. And despite that, despite the fact that it is so removed from modern society, it is a very beautiful film. Not only visually beautiful, the performances are great, the you know the themes of this movie the the kind of the despite the lack of modern amenities and and wealth or even just just basic needs uh you see that people can still find moments of joy and moments of happiness which shouldn't really be that crazy to think it's not like people started being happy once modern amenities came around uh but despite living a life where they are just on the razor's edge of survival in many ways they're still able to appreciate what they have and to have love and and to uh you know enjoy the life that they have and it's you know very simple which doesn't necessarily mean bad simple kind of ancient in a lot of ways but absolutely beautiful uh film but very like despite how just simple this movie it is it is it feels like a movie that was made by somebody very confident i mean all of these shots that are just so gorgeous with their high contrast where so many black and white films everything just kind of is a shade of gray in so many black and white films where this one 
the 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 use of contrast and and brightness and shadows how all of that plays how all the compositions of these shots just are gorgeous to look at absolutely gorgeous so a lot of this movie you have the dad is away trying to get work trying to make money right meanwhile the the mom is at home and she's just trying to put food on the table having to raise these kids but also dealing with this auntie who's old she's like ancient this auntie who at certain points despite the mom giving her crap all the time uh, decides to leave goes to visit other members of the family that are nearby so you know can't take the abuse the verbal abuse anymore uh, and she leaves and comes back throughout these times as like you're seeing at first Durga is young and then it's only her and then later on they have their second child Apu and you see them kind of grow up so it's a movie that you know kind of chronicles this family over the years living in this place where they never have enough money to fix the roof they never have enough money to fix this massive hole that's in the wall that is utilized in many shots to a great effect this just massive hole in the wall where you will there will be shots where you, you know you're seeing people inside the house and outside the house and just everything is framed just perfectly it adds to the storytelling how you know, clearly certain characters are within eyesight of other characters and just it's it's beautiful visual storytelling as well as just overall storytelling and then just aesthetically a very beautiful film as well. Let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates. If you want to purchase artwork for somebody, you have an art lover in your life, and you think they would like my art, but you don't know what painting to get them. I have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store, along with shirts and prints and other things. So I can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else. Give them the gift certificate, and then they can go to my website, inspiredisorder.com, and they can buy whatever paintings they want. They can buy whatever prints they want. They can buy T-shirts. They can buy hats. They can buy all the different merch. Gift certificates, which are available currently at inspiredisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. There's also a great scene where these kids, like, run off. Not run off, but, like, you know, as the kids go out and play, right, they're not hanging out at home all the time there's nothing at home to hang out and play right so you they go out they go out and they play in the the trees and the 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 nature that surrounds them in this rural part and it's hilarious they get together all the kids from the village or whatever they all get together as kids do and they get together to cook food which is kind of interesting right it is it's an activity that Normally, you would see people, adults do, right? Getting together, cook food for each other. But it's these kids getting together, bringing ingredients, you know, all kind of cobbling ingredients together. And these young kids, and they're talking about, there's a moment where they're talking about how it's like this skill that these girls have to learn to learn how to cook because they get married off. And that is their duties to cook and clean and be the the person who runs the house. And... It's just so interesting to see 
just a scene where it's these kids that instead of going off to play games or do these things, which they also do in this movie, but they all get together and to to make this food like a feast and also arguing over who didn't bring the right ingredients, right? Somebody didn't bring salt. They just brought oil, whatever, whatever. But just such a unique, as so much of this movie is, such a unique perspective on a way of life, not only in a time that is so far away, but in a in a reality that is so different from what we're used to in modern society, right? Where all of these things and amenities and entertainments are taken for granted and when you strip everything down to the bare essentials of life as is needed to survive in certain economic situations you see that there's still a lot of joy that can be had despite the constant battle for just survival and also seeing how not having access to money and services can affect a family where it's it's so much harder to survive and to thrive in life when you're all when you're just struggling for bare necessities whether it's to have a home that keeps you sheltered from the elements or having access to medical care when somebody gets sick like these things that you don't have access to because you can barely put food on the table makes life so much more difficult than anybody who grew up even like poor in a modern society would ever be able to relate to right but i for i love i love this movie for how authentic it expresses and shows life in poverty and shows how you know it, it how like how tragic it can be when you don't have those modern amenities when you don't even have the basic access to things that would just keep you healthy and keep you protected and keep you safe right so all of those aspects i think all the elements of this movie come together in a beautiful way to really provide a an accurate portrait of this family who's struggling to survive. And at the end, when things like when it rains, it pours. Things just start to go downhill where all of the safety nets and all of the things that they might have in a different financial situation just can effortlessly devastate a family right and you know it's it's shows how hard life can be you know and how death is is no stranger to that kind of life you know when you don't have access to those things when you're living like on the verge of starvation you're living almost just out in the open exposed you know, not really having a home to protect you, to protect you from bad weather um, and all of those things. You see how vulnerable life can be, right? Similar to the show I mentioned alone, this reality survival show, which I love, 
it shows what kind of primitive living was like and how how just easily the smallest thing could have the largest effect right the daughter in this movie spoilers the daughter in this movie durga is like has a cold she has a fever it only gets worse they don't have access to medicine they can't afford medicine right the doctor comes just like try and keep her rested and warm if she gets a fever put a wet rag on her head like the minimal amount of medical care you can give somebody when you can't afford medicine which if they had money would easily be able to get medicine and that wouldn't even be an issue but when you're living a life where the smallest thing can have the biggest consequences you see how that plays out and that's after you see what happens to their auntie who was ancient this this woman is so ancient i kind of liked her she's got a spunk to her right not putting up with the the bullshit but also you know kind of being a parasite in a lot of ways as well but you see how you know the the kind of course of events like the dominoes start falling first the ante then durga gets sick and then there's this big storm that not only doesn't allow durga to rest and get healthy but also further damages this home that has been in dire need of repair while this husband that's been gone forever you know with no guarantee of making money right he's working all of these jobs and so much of these jobs are like maybe he'll get paid right there's not even the guarantee of payment in so many instances where it's just like he's doing all these things he's away from his family all of the time and there's very little guarantee of payment when there will be payment. And when it finally happens where it feels like, oh, we finally got something. We can kind of f finally pay off some debts. We can finally do some repairs on the house. It's like it's just like this is a story that could easily be so many people in America right now. Not necessarily living in the exact same situations, but people living paycheck to paycheck, people living with massive amounts of debt, people living in homes that are inadequate, that are in need of repair, people living in areas that have poisonous water, people in areas that are without power because of infrastructure attacks or just states that refuse to upgrade infrastructure where so many people that don't have health insurance or couldn't afford to pay or are in massive amounts of debt because of an illness like in so many ways what this movie this movie could easily be remade about a family living in Flint, Michigan, right? This could be a family living in Texas where the, the power goes out during the winter, right? This movie could be, could be made in so many parts of America where the access to affordable health care doesn't exist. The, the 
being able to work at a place that will pay you a living wage so you can make sure you have food on the table so you can make sure you can get health care when you need it to make sure that you can repair your home and provide a safe place for your family to live you could easily translate this movie into a modern day story of a family struggling to survive in America and despite the all of the modern amenities that we have in America those basic necessities of life are still like we have like literally flying cars exist we have self-driving cars we have uh, we have space travel for like recreational space travel we have ai we have you know we have the ability to communicate with people on the other side of the world and send massive amounts of information everywhere we have access to all of the knowledge of the world at our fingertips we have all of these modern amenities and technologies and things that in some ways make life a lot different but when the basic necessities of shelter and food and health care are not the primary like needs that are being met for the majority of people in a country, you have a story that could easily be this, where you're struggling to survive. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up, $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced, hundreds of episodes, countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show let alone having the opportunity to follow your dreams which is another one of these themes this dad has these dreams of being an artist being a writer writing poetry and playwrights and not doing these jobs which he doesn't really have a passion for but it's the only way he could put food on the table and he it's like impossible to follow those dreams because of life which for so many people you can't, you can't afford to start a career doing something else or follow a dream in so many instances because especially if you have a family i can't it's like it would be hard on your own let alone if you have two kids and an auntie that steals your ingredients out of your kitchen you know and you still even despite those things you can still find joy in life and probably appreciate the joyful moments far more because you understand how close to tragedy you are. 
surrounded by other people experiencing similar things whether you know all of the different things that that are are birthed out of poverty you know surrounded by crime surrounded by crumbling infrastructure surrounded by just people trying to escape self-medicating and all of these things you see the the complete opposite side of the spectrum so it makes you enjoy the 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 small good moments that you have even more which i think you know i i read some opinions of this movie where people say that this movie glamorizes in some way poverty or at least not glamorizes but makes it seem not as bad i forget the exact term they used but i don't think it does at all right it shows you what happens when things go bad but it also shows you that humans can still appreciate life and have moments of joy and have moments of fun without money without all of the modern amenities and probably enjoy those things more because they understand how bad it can get and how this movie ends is is in many ways tragic because it is it shows what happens when it rains it pours and when things kind of start going bad and you can't stop them there's nothing you can do you're just at the mercy of life and are just dealing with the consequences of your situation but i i love that this is the first part of a trilogy of movies that follow the kid apu right part of the apu trilogy which i'm excited to be watching I will be watching the second film uh, for next week and then the third film the following week. So I'll be interesting to see the story of this kid who in this movie he you know he's born, you see him as a young kid and then you see him survive and you see him experience his sister dying, his auntie dying, the home he grew up in being destroyed by a storm having to leave their ancestral home this is a home that the dad's family it's been like his family home and he's been trying to fix it up and because it's it's been their home forever and then they're finally at the end of this movie it's them leaving to go find a better life somewhere else so it's it's in, in a lot of ways definitely the kind of the the start of this kid's journey in life and seeing how possibly how the traumas and hardships that he's had had to deal with as a kid how maybe those play out i don't know i've watched the films yet but i would imagine uh and these are based on a novel so you know i would i would imagine there's uh a good framework for what these movies are going to be um revealing and discussing so I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this movie. It's not like it's a movie that's not, uh, you know, you're just kind of. There's no, you know, there's no like antagonist. There's it's not your typical plot, right? You're just seeing a family try to survive. You're seeing kids being kids and you're seeing what happens to this family 
right? Where life is really the antagonist. And you're seeing this family try to pull themselves together and start a new life somewhere else, right? The life that they had at this ancestral home is no longer possible. It's just too much. The There's even more work to try and fix the home. It's, you know, it's it's just not a situation that's going to allow them to give them the opportunity to flourish in any way because they're always behind trying to catch up. And uh, it's kind of sad that, you know, you have this movie that is telling a story from a poor family in the year 1910 in rural Bengal, India, and it could so easily be adapted to a modern-day story of a poor family living in America, living in one of the richest countries of the world, struggling with many of the same things, with many of the same constant struggles that you would have being poor, trying to survive, trying to raise kids. Meanwhile, it's so effortless for tragedy to happen. You know? So anyway, I highly recommend it. I'm excited for number two. I think this was a very honest representation of poverty. As I, I do not agree with the person that, that said it was you know, tried to kind of looked at it with like rose colored glasses. I don't think this was, I don't think this movie necessarily glorifies it in any, any way. Right. But doesn't shy away from showing that just because life in comparison is garbage doesn't mean there aren't moments of joy that can be had. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, a movie about how rough life can be for anybody even in modern day current modern day uh it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous with the type of world we're living in how so much progress can be made and people can easily be left behind and not considered worthy of living a life of integrity and provided safety and safety nets to help them when they need help so I'd highly recommend checking it out. It's a gorgeous film. Absolutely gorgeous. One of the the one of the most beautiful black and white films. And it's like, you know, four by three. It's not widescreen. Uh, I mean, it was made in the 50s, so gorgeous anyway. Pather Penchali. High rec highly recommend checking it out. I think it's on HBO. I think they're all on HBO. Check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.